Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Cheeky Nick, Cheeky JB, and not cardboard, Cheeky Chris. <laughs> I know. I thought I'd give everybody a break from my, uh, you know, um, cardboard self. Shenanigans is what I was going to go with. Shenanigans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that word well a lot of the the heavy machinery has been used now so it's uh it's just people laying tiles and grout in and and all that sort of stuff like literally right beside my studio so yeah um shouldn't it's be too noisy guy in the middle you're right ak let's rectify that <laughs> uh, i got this. Who's, the, who's the guy in the middle you you me uh what's going on yeah i've grabbed something um Unbelievable, Nick. I'm just I should be on the, you I should, down there. Like. <laughs> I, I, should, I, I should, I should, be on the uh, right. What is going on? Can't seem to grab JV. There we go. Oh, let's get unbelievable. Let's get JV in his box. See, Nick, Nick had one job. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, one of a dozen jobs. You're right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is because Carpool Chris was uh, was taking up a spot, um, mm. and now now the cameras are on. It's all just you know mixed up a little bit. There we go. JB's in the middle. Chris is the guy on the right, um, and I, I'm over here on the left. So JB, how are you doing today? As one end times fun would have it, I am great. great. Thank you for asking. Start using that word. Yeah. I like like. Can you do it like uh, what's that, the the cereal brand? Uh, what yeah, Kellogg's. Or the tiger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go on, go on. Give us, give us your first shot, JB. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna do it then. <laughs> yeah. No, guys, I'm great. Um, yeah, really good day yesterday. Good to see some red in the market. You know, the market's bled out a good bit, so very nice to see. Um, yeah, starting off on a fresh one. Some interesting things to go over today. I'm quite happy to bring up. So, looking forward to it. Absolutely, Chris. How you doing? I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm really tired. I was up really late doing lots of uh, work. I spent an awful lot of time yesterday doing the uh, the edit on the interview. Um, yeah. I thought I thought it was a phenomenal interview, and if people haven't seen it, I do encourage everybody to watch it because, like. I think people have been scratching their heads a little bit with Sophia Verse and trying to understand like why I'm so bullish on it. Um, and I, I wanted to be quite clear with people like the the projects that have gone live, the ones that I've been sort of like the most bullish on was Hypercycle and uh, Sophia Verse. Those are the the two that really stand um, out to, to myself and really fit the narrative that I think fits very nicely with where we're going in the real world right and um the interview does give you way more insight than i have uh and, and you know it's it's direct from from one of the founders right so definitely encourage people to to go watch that um yeah it's a, it's a phenomenal interview i've done some shorts i spent a lot of time yesterday you know cutting it down doing shorts as well so people can get little snippets of it um but yeah, I definitely think it's worth watching it. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure you would agree, JB. Oh, 100%. The, the guy's unbelievable. And obviously, we've, we've, we've spoke to him before. Um, not me personally, it was you guys, but um, as Cheeky Crypto, we've spoke to him before. I've watched plenty on him because I am very big on Sophia. But as soon as we knew we were getting that project, I called it out and I said, this is the one to be in. A, a pers that's my personal opinion, that this is the, the one to be in. This is the one that's going to, you know, it's going to do tremendously well. Um, 
I don't know if we're going to talk more on the interview later in this podcast or not, or if it's worth jumping into it now, but I could go on a lot. But watching the bond that obviously David has with Sophia, so like, um, I, I, I'm happy to admit I was one of the, the skeptics to start with about AI. I didn't trust AI. The, the knowledge on my behalf wasn't there enough to know everything that AI was doing in this space. So decentralized AI. After, obviously, I spoke with Janet Adams um, when she came in up with Singularity in London last year um, you know Janet really put a lot of the issues I had with AI to bed and then everything we spoke with David yesterday you know it just kind of it did wipe everything out that may have still been lying there um, the the project itself is fascinating the relationship David has with Sophia you know it's, it's, it is literally like a father-daughter relationship um, you'll get that from when you hear David talking about Sophia as almost a human entity because obviously now Sophia is recognised as a civilian, not a robot, or um, you know things like that. It's it was absolutely mind blowing. Um, everything David had to say about Sophia, Sophia verse, Sophia Dow, different things. Check that one out as well. Even David's history. You know, David jumped into talking about himself, his past, the the structure of his career. Uh, just an absolutely fascinating guy. Yeah, um, I'm great. Thanks for asking, by the way, guys. <laughs> we hadn't got to you. Stop so, so, trying to jump the line. I love it. Uh, I guess we're going to keep doing we, that like every now and we, again. That's going to be great. We, we know you. We know you're good. You had a day off yesterday. Yeah, I had a, a hard grafting <laughs> day off yesterday. Um, yeah, exhausted I just, he did, today. He, he didn't. He didn't have a day off. I'm just jesting. <laughs> we we actually phoned Nick when he was at the office to make sure he was at the office. Yeah, yeah. We were like, right, let's yeah. ring that little bastard. Make sure he is working hard. <laughs> uh, no, it's just um, I had that scene going through my head uh, from Big Bang Theory, right, where Leonard hurts his leg and no one's asking about it. So it was like, yeah, my leg's fine. Thanks for asking. My leg kills. Thanks for asking. I said, like, yeah, I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> How are your legs, though? <laughs> they hurt. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, let, as we get into this, we'll probably talk a little bit more about Sophia Verse and, uh, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but uh, as we like to start, let us know where you're, where, you're, where you're watching from. What part of the world are you supporting? Are we end-to-end, globe-to-globe? End-to-end, is it? It's not globe. End-to-end, globe-to-globe. Globe-to-globe. One end of the globe to the other end of the globe. Um doesn't really work either because it's a globe but you kind of get where i'm going here where are you watching from let us know light up that live chat i'm always interested to know where people are watching from and of course as we get into this uh this podcast that will be full of absolute nonsense from time to time from myself and something half decent from chris and maybe something actually decent from jv <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, smash the like button we appreciate it help spread the podcast to more like-minded individuals and uh, if you're new i apologize but do subscribe I don't think you'll regret it long term. <laughs> yeah, long term would be all right. Long term, you could great. Short, short term's questionable. <laughs> so first of all, if you are a flat earther, you can be end to end. But I'm quite happy. <laughs> just being subscri- I'm just supporting. I'm inclusive. Yeah. Are, <laughs> We're not flat earthers. <laughs> um, are, are you a flat earther, Nick? I'm just inclusive, Chris. Uh, you know. I don't want to no discrimination. Discrimination. Everyone is welcome. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm offended. <laughs> so we have hit one side. We have hit Adelaide. We're looking for Alaska now. If uh-huh. we can get that, we are complete. 
got Melbourne, yeah, we're, Australia. We're, we're, we're globe land. to globe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Susie. Nice to have a fellow Scot here. AK is also here, so the Scots are here. They're, they're, ta- they're taking over. They're taking over. Everywhere. I think yesterday, <laughs> JB, correct me if I'm wrong, we met some, some Scots in, in Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. were, they run, were they running around in kilts that's my question no nick kills do them. they have a do they have a, a, a kilt character in uh call of duty unfortunately you know? not that would be uh, pretty cool that would be pretty epic <laughs> like uh if anybody uh working for call of duty um is watching there you go there's a freebie for you get william wallace running a bit that'd be good <laughs> anyway, we, have well. a fam- we have we have a family member that actually uh did a lot of work on call of duty Maybe it's we cool. should hit him up and say he needs yeah, to get, he needs, a, to get a a kit. needs to get a kilt made for the game. I'm going to hit him up on the weekend see see whether it's uh, something he can uh, get over the line for us. Oh, we've got an early bird from the USA. Nice. Good on you for getting up early to watch this. Well done, Gary. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, it was that late yeah, last night, about 11, 11.30 for Call of Duty ending. It's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, AK, I know you are watching briefly and then obviously went off to the Zed land. Um, cool, okay. So, where do we want to start this podcast off? You've sort of kind of touched on Sophiaverse, but maybe that's something a bit later in this podcast. So yeah. Of course, the interview's been created. Uh, everyone can kind of go back and watch it. Of course, if you're just familiar with the podcast, you may not know that there's other channels out there, right? Um, so you need to get into the description linked in below and, and actually you know, hop on over to what we dub the main channel. <laughs> I don't even know why we say that. Uh, but, you know, the crypto, uh, Cheeky Crypto channel, where I think uh, the podcast, uh, where the interview is held but it might be here is nah, it here I, I, I put it i put it on here because i didn't ah. want to disrupt i didn't want to disrupt the notifications and uh it's long form right and that's kind of what this channel is about we, we we label it up cheeky crypto podcast gotta name it something right like crypto crypto uh cheeky crypto long long form content probably isn't as uh you know sexy as uh cheeky crypto podcast um if you can say that either of them are sexy but um I yeah mean. like uh I mean, it is. Could be. Whatever floats your boat. Um, but yeah, like we will be cutting it down uh, to to a shorter video for the main channel at some point. And uh, well, nice little hair flick there, Nick. Nice I know, right? You're that. a bit delayed, but yeah, <laughs> ma- majorly delayed. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's definitely worth watching the the full interview on the podcast rather than just. Uh, you know a shortened down version because bits will get missed out and uh you, there's so much alpha in that interview like about well i guess the vision of where where ai is heading and in, in the real world and and the impacts it's going to have and regulation and all the really important and juicy stuff that perhaps isn't the sexy stuff but it's the stuff that i think sets people up to to be successful um and, and invest uh in in the right things not the wrong things and um you know you have more success long term so definitely encourage people to to watch the full interview and it is on this it's channel. on this channel that's cool that's cool yeah. i missed that um but then again you know i was i was i had a day off yesterday so yeah, <laughs> yeah he didn't want to get he didn't want to get he didn't want to get his didn't want to put his feet down yeah. Yeah. all right uh that's all cool it's all cool so yeah well, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that later but i did title this mm. uh podcast up um Bitcoin crash, you know, will Bitcoin drop below $20,000 again? Now, I've been of the firm belief that we have to go down lower than $20,000 and have been pretty much since, uh, well, we went above it. <laughs> so... can, can I can I add to this, right? Yeah. Like, we were also saying to expect 
bear market rallies. I want to be really clear on this because what I don't want is people thinking we've been saying that it's going to go like to to the you know a lower low or touch the the recent lowest low, um, and we've missed out on this opportunity, you know, to to make money. Because I just want to be really clear for people that perhaps aren't close to to everything that we do that we were calling bear market rallies as well, right? And um, you know, we were dollar cost averaging all the other lows that we were calling were going to happen before they actually happened, right? Unlike a lot of other people in the space. So I just want to, you know, just add that, Nick, because I, I don't think um, sometimes when we we wrap up these podcasts or videos, people, you know, put these these things in the comments that are just so far from, from reality. Uh, I, I just want to air it vocally so people that perhaps aren't as close to, to everything that we do, like they're not in the Discord, they don't see the buy orders and the sell orders and that sort of stuff. Um, I think I bought at like fifteen thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars, if uh, I recall correctly. Um, so, like, we were buying these lows that we were calling out. So, I just want to be really clear. I could sell my Bitcoin at a huge profit right now, and then you know get it lower when the the prices drop, which we believe is going to happen. Uh, so, there has been opportunity to make money. Is kind of the point that I'm making. Yeah, badly. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'll deal with my car breaking down in a second. Um, so. The other thing, I guess, was uh, yesterday we saw some interesting stuff um, for those who were switched on and, and were... Because I don't think many people watched yesterday's Bitcoin morning video. Um, but I don't it, think many people watched any of the videos uh, yesterday. For some um, reason. But it was interesting because in that video, we're kind of pitting off head-to-head smart money concepts versus Elliott Wave theory. Right, They were contradicting on top? Elliott Wave theory came out on top. Um, I think it came within three dollars on bitcoin to uh to the target i think approximately something like that um but yeah so smart money concepts was given this flag that oh everything had just flipped and turned bullish but elliot way theory was saying you know we've got to go down and we've got to be targeting this very specific range um so it's interesting to kind of see the development of that uh, unfolding um so i was saying very few people uh, probably would have seen that video yesterday, which is unfortunate, um, because in that video I'm saying I think Smart Money Concepts is wrong here, um, and this is why. And today we get to look at what actually unfolded and how now Smart Money Concepts has gone back into a bearish state of play. Uh, so we got a false flag yesterday, um, but yet yeah, Elliott Wave Theory was consistently um, you know, predicting where... Uh, where the market was going, which was quite, a, quite interesting to kind of see and unfold. So, you know, within a space of 24 hours, you have, uh, we've, we've documented um, the power of Elliott Wave Theory when drawn correctly and when you appreciate uh, the complexity that sits within it. It is complex, of course, but um, I found it quite interesting. I also recorded another video this morning that will go out uh, at 10 o'clock. So after this podcast, uh, people can go in and I basically review the differences of what happened there uh, between those uh, those situations. It's, uh, it's an interesting watch, though I will appreciate maybe not so many people will see it. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a fool's game not to watch. You don't keep yourself up to date. You don't know what's going on. You're going to miss these kind of things. So obviously, seven hours ago, we seen Bitcoin at twenty five thousand nine hundred, eight hundred dollars. Um, you know, it's it's on its way to where we want it to be. Now, I think yesterday we seen the strongest weak high and the weakest strong low um, I've seen recently for Bitcoin. The the structure was sitting at you know there was 
in my opinion, there was a lot of confluence in the chart that the Bulls were trying to take it up, the Bears were trying to bring it down. Ultimately, the Bears won the fight. It was good to see. The the narrative I was seeing on Twitter, I actually brought up to Nick as well, that there were, there was a death cross pending on the one-hour chart. It just shows these things, you know, they, a lot of times, especially the one-hour chart, take these kind of things with a pinch of salt. The Bulls and the Bears can do what they want. Sometimes, you know, the price can move very quickly and you can be left on the sidelines. So keep keeping up to date with everything that's going on. Watch these watch these daily videos that Nick has putting out. It's it's in your benefit to be doing so. Yesterday proved that. Yeah, I mean, I am obviously I think that, but um, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a slight bit biased maybe towards uh, towards that. But uh, like, yesterday was an interesting day, as I said. Uh, normally, you get smart money concepts and Elliott Wave theory kind of being aligned to each other. Um, and they're normally pretty consistent. But it was interesting to see the false flanks that are coming out of the more simplistic way of approaching the market. So smart money concepts is less complicated. It's a little bit easier to understand. And, and with that simplicity, unfortunately, will come um, false flags. Uh, and so you see this with trend lines. You'll see this with higher lows and lower lows and, and all the kind of traditional kind of stuff, even the EMAs that you're talking about or SMAs or MAs with death crosses and golden crosses and stuff like that, right? You take them with all a pinch of salt because sometimes they're just fake uh, and that's not really what's going on. But when you start tracking the psychology of people, well, and then when you're tracking the herd mentality, uh, then actually there's a uh, it simply is what it is, and you kind of just follow in the, the logic that kind of see, leads into that. So yeah, it's an interesting uh, couple of days, uh, I think, um, to see how Bitcoin's been reacting, Bitcoin pulling back down. And I'm still a firm believer that Bitcoin will be lower than $20,000. Um, it's just a Target case. 10K, target 10K. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just scope out how low it would go if we don't break higher than 31K, uh, then it's... Um, six and no four thousand five hundred or yeah something, something like that something yeah, yeah. daft something daft i don't think it will go that low um but you know there's a, some interesting areas of support to be found on the way down so one thing i do want to bring up just as we're talking about you know the analytical side of uh, the charting i do want to speak to the script writers of smc lox algo because the oh, amount of fair value yeah. gaps that are not getting picked up is you know for we can see it you know if, if you understand how smc works how Fair value gaps work, it is clear to see, but there's many folk obviously who have seen it in the Discord as well, who maybe don't have the akin to pick out fair value gaps. There's two sitting on the chart I can see right now that aren't picked up. It's just, you know, some slight improvements do need to be made um, yeah. on the indicator tool. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, I like the Luxalgo smart money concepts, but um, it's not picking up all of the fair value gaps uh, on multiple different timeframes as well. It's like yeah. the criteria uh, for the algorithm just isn't quite um, quite refined enough. <laughs> so, yeah, it is what it is. It, it almost looks like it could be volume related, that, you know, the volume wasn't enough. I was looking at for... that, but I was looking at the volume and I was like, that seems like a high enough volume to be... Yeah, the volume's strong. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we've kind of baffled, babbled on a little bit there about stuff that probably a lot of people aren't overly interested in. Um, one thing I'm very interested in, now I brought it up on a podcast a few weeks back, and it's about the US government dumping their Bitcoin, selling off. And the next date that was documented to be put out, I think that was about two weeks ago we covered this, um, May 26th is the next date that apparently the US government will sell 10,000 Bitcoin. They're going to sell it to all the people in Hong Kong. Well, you never know. <laughs> this, this is it, isn't it? So 1st of June uh, in Hong Kong, 
retail investors will be able to to purchase cryptocurrency right don't get me wrong it's limited to to projects i think over 1 billion market cap and all these various different um metrics that they have to abide by you know the likes of bitcoin ethereum cardano uh, just to, to list a few a, a part of that you know group of of assets so oh, hold, on, uh, hold, be... on, hold on hold on xrp is it a security over there <laughs> what day is it today it's, yeah yeah it's a, it's a thursday so maybe it's a commodity yeah it's probably a commodity it's okay. a, it, it begins with a t it's probably a commodity uh, i think that that that'll be over in the coming weeks right Gordon's it will be Brad. but uh, i'll talk more about that at 9 p.m tonight <laughs> yeah, like, yeah oh is he one of those <laughs> one of those one of those, one of those. <laughs> oh okay he's, he's bugsy in that for later um i won't touch on that subject then uh yeah, yeah but like close a couple of these windows here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly we've now we're now going to bring the podcast to an end <laughs> there is nothing to talk about no, i'm joking um so yeah, look, I think everybody, I say everybody, a lot of people are heavily focused on Hong Kong at the minute, you know, looking for that, you know, searching, you know, for that positivity <laughs> that can be found in the market um, and, and hanging on uh, for dear life to it. Uh, Hong Kong is just that, right? There's going to be all this uh, exposure to, to cryptocurrency and that's going to move it upwards. Uh, and that that could be a real reality. I will just say, um, Chris, uh, before you continue, I'm mm -hmm. expecting, and JB is expecting too, a swing in the market to the upside. Yeah, yeah. we've been so talking that, about it, it for about a week. Yeah, it two. it really for for me it really depends on like how much uh, wind uh, you know gets grabbed between the sails of this narrative that Hong Kong to the rescue uh, when it comes to to, to cryptocurrency. Um, but then on the flip side of that, you have got news, and I think possibly one of the first, if not the first country in, in Europe to declare that they're in a recession, and that's Germany. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think this is going to be um, one of many, uh, so kind of a bit like a, a domino effect. One's come out and said it now, and, and perhaps has been probably the most uh, honest when it comes to, to, to this side of things. Um, and it could be a domino effect and, and, and see uh, a lot more countries, particularly in Europe and around the rest of the world, actually come out and be honest about, you know, the the actual uh, state of play, um, you know, uh, for when it comes to, to, to finances um, and, and economies around the world. So um, I think that a swing up followed by a swing back down could be uh you know uh, a real possibility based on fundamental analysis but um i'm not looking at the technicals in any shape or form oh yeah oh well, me, me and jb are and um <laughs> and, it, and it looks like uh, we have a few more moves to the downside to happen but for the most part a reasonable swing back up towards 29k i think is a reasonable expectation hmm Sure. So one thing I was watching, it goes back to what I was saying about you know the the, the government dumping the, the the Bitcoin onto the market. So on the fourteenth of March was apparently the last time this happened. Hmm. Bitcoin dropped nine point one percent. Nine point one percent right now would be twenty three thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars. Which is actually right where one point six one eight target <laughs> happens to be. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, at the end of the day, there has to be buyers if you want to hold a price. Right? Someone's got to be mm. buying it. Um, so if they're selling it, they're just going to offload it to anyone who's buying it at whatever price. 
um, and that's not a good sign. Um, if there's not demand at a price range, um, if there's no volume to be found within a certain price range, price will just go to where the volumes are. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. If we're going to look for another 9% drop, that would be handy. That would be nice to hit that 1.618, which would be the last 1.618 of this move to the downside. Um, and then that then could... We can see that pump in the market we've been talking about, yeah. you know, the relief rally. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting, like um, the US sending off their Bitcoin. Um, yeah. And and people laughed at me when I said that this was going to happen. The, crazy, the craziest thing, Chris. Why would they Fucking be selling it? The ago. price is going to the moon. It's like 100k. <laughs> uh, it's a mi- Wait, when's that bet coming to an end? Is that like coming up now in like, the next few days? No, that so, million dollar Bitcoin. It, it, it's it's already ended. Like it was a publicity stunt. Oh yeah, of course it was. Um, but you know, I mean, like um, if the, if everyone's so bullish, governments are bullish, and institutions are buying. Right, this is the narratives that we keep seeing from certain people. Even though I counter that with evidence, um, the noise is that you know we're going to the moon. We're in a bull market. Why would the governments be selling at the beginning of a bull market? Yeah, like, it's just not not happening. In you know reality, it's uh, it's being propped up and liquidity is being uh, generated for for big powerful players in the space to to exit their positions let's you know be uh well stop being candid about it and be uh you know realistic about what's actually going on in the space and uh people will get wrecked and you know this reminds me back like when we were saying expect a, a new lower low after the the low i think it was in uh may or june i can't remember now june june, may. june yeah um which we were calling. So I think in May we called, said like, you know, we expect a, a new lower low. Um, we got told we were crazy. We got again told that we were crazy in June. Um, and it did take months to play out. And um, yeah, I, I think back to, to what people were saying about, you know, being bullish, you need to get Bitcoin now. It's never going below this number. I I, I do feel far more comfortable. I particularly did in, in November and December about, you know, I was, talking about being um you know in preserve capital mode and i'm still i'm still firmly in that um i still think it's good to dollar cost average but very small amounts of of cryptocurrency but like i don't want to be that guy and i know you're both the the same where you're saying you know you should be buying bitcoin now at like 28k 29k um because you know it's never going down again we're in a bull market and then you know a few months later you're able to pick it up at 20 i don't want to be that guy um so you know i think it's really important that we don't always just go with the narrative for clicks and you know we give you our honest opinions and that's what you're always going to get from us at cheeky crypto right that's exactly it you know we don't want to be that guy who pays ten thousand bitcoin for two pizzas no exactly who wants to be that guy who who wants to be that guy um you know very famous now but like who wants to be that guy it's not the right reason to be famous right no i mean i'd much rather have the ten thousand bitcoin right? yeah, exactly. and um and so you know, it's about future vision right and that's that whole story is about how there was lack of vision uh, the idea okay i can now afford two pizzas with ten thousand bitcoin i finally use that bitcoin for something great but that's short-term vision right long-term vision would have been i think this is going to be worth significantly more than two pizzas in the coming years i will hold this position um and you know so there's a difference between short term and long term and uh, a lot unfortunately of retail investors are the pizza guy they're short term 
they don't mm. see beyond the next kind of two weeks to a month they just think okay we're up up and up and up and up and with fa failure to actually see what's going on and unfolding beyond where the trend lines finish right <laughs> and um and that's a huge problem uh, but you know cheeky's uh, family i think where uh, we've been performing rather well yeah i i think um, I don't always use the right words like, you know, I'm very conscious of that. And sometimes what I say doesn't necessarily always come out the way it's intended to and uh, probably doesn't make a, a lot of sense. Uh, initially, people have to probably decipher what the hell I'm talking about half the time. But like, I think if you just listen to like top, top like investors, you know, uh, in the crypto space and, you know, you listen to, to what they're saying, like acutely listen. You know, you'll hear them talking about like uh, time horizon, you know, like how long are you looking to, to invest in the space? You know, um, they talk about those things like and, and, and hold them in, in high regard. I think, you know, top secret, you know, to being successful in cryptocurrency, you know, if you just put the, the technical an, uh, like analytics to, to one side, I think fundamentally you've got to kind of have a a bit of a, an idea and be open minded to where we're heading. Like you know, when it comes to to culture, the the financial like side of things with economies around the world, technology. You know, what direction are we going in? Where do we see the world going? And I think if you can kind of somewhat plot that out, then you can then make far better decisions about what what you want to invest in over time and then i kind of feel like once you've done that and you've looked at like the utility of projects the teams behind projects you know the pillars of importance and stuff like that you then bring in the technical like analytics and then you can kind of like look at okay what sort of prices should we be buying at you know what's the the, the best sort of uh, price and you do this with the uh, buy zones and stuff like that in the discord right for our patreon members you know we should be buying in this zone because actually we get the the biggest bang for our buck and stuff like that so uh, i think we really need to be more open-minded if we're going to be successful in this space and uh, artificial intelligence um and that interview definitely sums that up quite quite well when you kind of think where we're heading both in a positive way and a negative way, right? Because you know some of these centralized players are able to monopolize a lot of things, and you need to combat that. I kind of feel to to get the right outcome. So I'm quite fortunate on the early part of your spiel there that if I don't speak slowly and I don't enunciate clearly, and I get excited and I start speaking Scottish fast, and the Scottish <laughs> comes out. That's what you're saying, JB. Exactly. I think 30% of people would actually understand what it is that I'm saying. But, you know, you, you did hit a really good point there that you pay attention to what people are properly saying. There's a lot of things that have come out recently that are absolute fud. And there's a lot of things that have came out, you know, that are very factual. So it's important to listen to the correct people, taking the correct information and, you know, disperse the, the fud. It yeah, wouldn't that's... happen to be anything about hardware, would it? Well, it's this and that you know like i think it's it can be really difficult to pick the right people to to follow and listen to i think what i would add to to what you're saying jb is um to to listen to to a, a lot of people and um you know listen to, to what they're saying try to you know i guess go against what's what's being said you know with facts 
um, and then reduce your following based on you know who's been the most accurate over over time. I think that's the 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 best way to do it. And I've seen a, a lot of people talking about it in um, in Discord, like how they they were they were watching or they were part of like two hundred Discords, probably uh, yeah. an exaggeration, but um, you know, like they've whittled it down and they're now in like three. Um, and I think that's that's the right way to to do it because I mean, how many people get into to crypto? I'm not going to mention names, but they watch one of the bigger channels, right? You know, the the ones with like you know over a million subscribers, for example. They get absolutely wrecked because half of it was paid endorsed and not mentioned, or paid endorsed, uh, and the the influencer dumped on on the community because they only care about themselves. Um, you know, get wrecked and and then you know leave the space or find you know better alternatives i think you know it's really important that if you're new in the space that you listen to multiple people and try to work out actually who's got your best interests at heart because a lot of them don't yeah i think that's really important to to highlight if you're new in the space yeah i'll, I'll echo that um it doesn't really matter about the size of the channel but there is like uh, mm. i guess the larger the channel perceptionally people tend to generally feel that they are more legitimate they build up a huge audience they must have been doing some really fantastic things to be able to build that right you can understand the kind of psychology that sits behind that decision making um but over a period of time you soon realize that maybe a lot of those um uh, uh subscribers or whatever right followers um uh, maybe are no longer there. they're still subscribed they just didn't bother unsubscribing but they're not paying attention they're not looking you know uh, you know the other thing to mention is a lot of those subscribers are paid for through giveaways like yeah how many giveaways have we seen people do on twitter and if you're new here you're not going to be aware of it but over the last like bear market bull market there were people giving away like and i'm gonna air quotate because uh, i never saw any uh proof that anything was actually given away um but again on the same flip no i'm not going to suggest that they haven't uh, i'm just saying i haven't seen any evidence of it um you know silly amounts of bitcoin and, and ethereum for example um you know and now they've got silly amounts of, of subscribers but a lot of that base was built you know through getting tens of thousands of of people maybe even hundreds of thousands of people through giveaways and and stuff like that and uh not really because the content's any good or um you know people are are doing well off the back of the content so yeah it's it's an interesting it's an interesting uh thing but i think people that are new in the space uh, that are getting into to crypto now need to be aware of that uh aspect of of how crypto operates i guess uh from a, an influencer standpoint and there's also a lot of people that disappear over the years um or mm. disappear for months on end uh, as well right times get difficult their calls weren't right they'll just stop producing content um yeah that will go to go something else like um you know traditional finance stocks you know how to save money on credit cards you, you see all these all these sorts of things they're just really going where there was one one, one influencer this always cracks me up because uh i had no idea who he was and he just kind of cropped up out of nowhere um he was doing a, a window cleaning business on youtube like video video tutorials mm. on how to clean stuff and uh, then the stimulus checks occurred in 2020 so he did a video talking about stimulus checks it obviously blew up because of what it was and then stimulus 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 crypto 
And it was just like, went from cleaning videos into finance videos, into crypto videos. Blue Knight is, has a bigger channel than us, right? Yeah. Um, but he has no real background in it necessarily, right? And so where there's a lot of people potentially taking financial, um, I don't want to call it advice because it's not financial advice, but they're taking on financial information from someone who was, you know, previously just running a, a cleaning business. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting kind of behavior that people have when they just see that someone's blown up. They've got all these subscribers. They must know what they're talking about. But if you were to go back to the history of it, actually, is there a lot of history in regards to finance? Potentially not. Um, but, you know, it's an interesting sort of stuff because uh, there's a few people like that that are just literally just hopping the trends, right? They'll jump on crypto only when there's a bull run and then they'll go back to something else or do something else um whilst uh, whilst you're in the bear market for example but they're not even the worst ones i don't mind that i kind of know where you sit if you actually you know bother to take a look at the channels the worst ones in my opinions are the ones that build up an audience and then um and then when things go horribly wrong they're they're off for a few weeks or months you know doing x y and z or can't do any content i'm you know, doing some home improvements or I can't do any content. I'm over in Dubai for a little while or whatever. Um, they just go silent on the community and that's not helpful to anyone. Um, so yeah. I find that the worst. Especially when, you know, it's the market that's that's turned and is, uh, you know, difficult to predict rather than trying to home in your skills and, you know, uh, support the community, yeah, just ditching them and coming back when it's more predictable. Yeah, I, I agree with that sort of stuff. You really want reliability and, you know, not just the technical analysis, but, you know, the regularity of it as well. I think that's important. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Any other news <laughs> that you think worthy of uh, covering today? Leave me, leave me something for tomorrow. I will say that um, apparently uh, that one of the biggest, I want to say the biggest YouTube, crypto YouTube channel, uh, not not the biggest crypto YouTube channel, uh, has said that he's no longer going to be supporting Ledger and all that kind of stuff um, because of this backdoor. And I will just stress once again on this podcast, it's hardware. <laughs> <laughs> it is hardware it's a hardware wallet uh, there are no backdoors um, and again it just highlights the fact that people are jumping on a trend right it's trending to say we're not backing ledger and it's not trendy to be sat here telling you that there is absolutely nothing wrong with a ledger device there is no backdoor with ledger and that it is a hardware wallet know what hardware means google it if you do not um it is not software it doesn't got a backdoor built into the code or anything like that um so know what it is that you hold but uh i'm going against the trend chris because that's how we rock here we tell you the goddamn truth we don't just tell you what's going to get the clicks right um mm -hmm. we support ledger we will continue to support ledger there is no backdoor it is a hardware wallet it's a piece of hardware and as i said uh before it would be like buying um what, did I, what, did I, what analogy did i use the other day jb it was like uh I'd buy something and then someone would have access to it instantaneously and, you know, a backdoor or whatever. I can't remember. Some kind of daft, the most daftest thing I could think of. Um, and now I can't think of anything at all. Um, but, you know, it, I, I, like a, let's say a gaming controller, right? It's like buying a gaming controller um, that's not turned on and then expecting, you know, some foreign player to be able to uh, 
it's not plugged into your games console, but yeah, someone and someone else around the world is able to turn your Xbox on and start playing your Xbox without that controller plugged in, for example, right? Um, it doesn't work that way. Um, so what, what, what is really like eye-opening to, to me is, one, obviously it's clear that people can't watch a video and listen to, to what's being said acutely. Um, but not only that, like there's all this focus on, on Ledger and, you know, how you've got this backdoor and just all this nonsense. But everybody, I say everybody, it's the wrong terminology. A lot of people are overlooking um, the dangers when it comes to, to the governments and subpoenaing uh, information from exchanges. You know, um, we've seen this with Binance doing it for good in the respect of, you know, some of this North Korea stuff and the scammers and freezing the accounts. But actually, what happens if your government wanted to do that? with you for whatever reason you know a law-abiding citizen it's a great film um you know like what's to stop the governments from 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 doing that um i think that's a real concern and issue um when it comes to you know your, your crypto safety um you know be it through uh, metamask i mean like a metamask and a you know, be able to freeze your accounts, um, you know, if uh, the, the, the government subpoenas them uh, to, to do so. I think these are the more important things that should be getting a lot more clicks and views and uh, should be the the narrative um, more so than, than Ledger. Um, I see people in the comments saying Ben Coin is up 39%. Like, I am not going to participate in uh this ben coin stuff uh one we don't do meme coins and i'm not suggesting that um bitboy isn't gonna you know add some utility and do something with it uh over I time he dumped it, it all already well he, uh, apparently he dumped some but like who really knows this is the thing because like half the stuff can be fud uh, he's saying that he's not sold and he's saying that, you know, there's an agreement in place that they're not going to sell until it gets to, you know, some, you know, number. Um, but I'm not going to participate and I'm not going to participate for this very reason. I am not putting any of my hard-earned uh, capital into something that's going to make Ben Armstrong richer. <laughs> Michael summed it up perfectly in the chat. Ben Coin. Bitcoin, yeah, exactly. Best I mean, you take a picture, Chris, of your bin that you had all that trouble over, turn it into a meme yeah. coin. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should just make bin coin. There we go. Okay. Um, like, like, I'm just not. I'm. I'm not about that. Like, I think people that that know us, we're not ever going to do a meme coin. Like, no matter what the trend is, because you know, yeah, we could probably make a lot of money doing it, but that is not the purpose. It's not the reason why we're here. Um, I'd like to think that people would see that in the fact that we don't always go with the narrative, that we're not just flipping from bullish to bearish and bearish to bullish just you for haven't been the to the comment section recently. Well, that's, just, that's, <laughs> that's because they, you know, and Ledger is a prime example because not everybody has the skill set to watch and listen, Nick. Oh, like, no. like, that is acutely clear to me now. Like, I always thought it was me. Like perhaps I, I need to work on like how I communicate, but actually uh, watching that, it was very clear and uh, concise to me. 
Um, so maybe it's not me and maybe it's just actually that a lot of people can't watch and listen. So, um, yeah, I, I am, uh, never going to be participating in, in meme coins unless, you know, some sort of form of utility gets added. Um, they're just not for me. I'm all about utility. It's all about, you know, forward thinking. Where's the, you know, the, the world heading when it comes to technology, blockchain, artificial intelligence and machine learning you know what are the narratives the future narratives going to be um you know who's involved in the project what technology is being used what what you know advantages does this technology have over that technology um you know this is this is what it's about for me it's about actually building true generational level wealth but doing it the right way um and bringing people on that journey with us whilst we do it um, which I think is more commendable than, you know, building a, a meme coin when you've got over a million subscribers, uh, holding an awful lot of the share of, of tokens. Maybe you agree not to sell it until it gets to a certain number, but when it gets to that certain number, you know roughly how much money you're going to be able to extract from it. And all you're really doing is extracting that from, from your audience. The coin might go on to be very, very successful, it might crash and burn when that number's hit and these individuals just sell all their tokens over a period of time. And uh, trust is built up over time. And uh, I haven't had any trust built. There's no trust like that I've seen. You know, I, I can't trust that, um, you know, uh, this individual's got our best uh, intentions uh, at heart. You know what I mean? Like, if Dogecoin's um, going to $5, I don't need Ben. Ben hmm. coin. Oh, I mean, what is it? Uh, Still waiting, hypercycle went to one dollar something like briefly didn't it yeah. out of the gate so you know you don't need meme coins just invest in good solid projects i early. mean 70x um you put 5k into that if you add a diamond pass nice yeah like obviously you can't sell that all at once because you know you're vesting yeah. for a period of time but you'd have got your money out and and more oh, like yes. you know from from your first uh five percent or you could have staked and earned even more, like an obscene amount of coins, um, token, tokens, I should say, from from staking it. So, yeah, like um, I, I think there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. But yeah, it's just my personal opinion. It doesn't mean I'm right. So yeah, it'd be interesting to get people's views and opinions on it. Uh, well, the way this bear market's going, by the time the vesting period's over, it'll probably be the top of the bull run anyway. So, you know. Mm. It, Sorry, I'm going to do a shock face. What do you mean? Bear market, <laughs> but we're in a bull market. <laughs> yeah. uh, the way this is dragging out, you know, the vesting yeah. periods might be um, a saving grace because you won't sell anything. You can't sell anything, but the thing yeah. you can sell, you know, it's probably going it to be worked very, very you know, well for Newnet. Oh, yeah. like Newnet, something else. Like the the story of Newnet is quite a quite a funny one. It's not really one for for here, but um, yeah, we're we're. Uh, Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do some sort of like, uh, maybe we'll cover it in one of the member AMAs or something, Nick. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it is, it is a, a really funny uh, story of Chris's naivety um, <laughs> going in. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic project, Nunet. And um, obviously we got in at seed round and, um, you know, we went direct um, for that one with, with Singularity. And um I mean, Singularity DAO, the team from Singularity DAO, um, fantastic uh, guys, by the way. Like, if you do get to ever meet up with any of the 
the, the teams from any of the Singularity projects. Uh, you'll have a phenomenal time there. They're a great uh, group to, to hang around with and chat, uh, particularly if you're interested in cryptocurrency, artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics, all that sort of wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll thoroughly enjoy it. But um, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, they, they did as a blinder. <laughs> we just didn't know it at the time. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, uh, we're coming up to the hour, so I think um, maybe we'll just go for final thoughts, wrap this one up, and uh, let everyone get over to the 10 o'clock Bitcoin video. Should we, should we, should we save uh, JB's for last? Yeah, absolutely. For, for, for dramatic effect. <laughs> um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. So, um, obviously, we have the Sophiaverse um, sale still happening. Now, I, I think there's about 7% allocation left for race suits. Um, and then we've got the diamond uh, pass holders have still got some allocation left. Um, definitely worth checking that out if you haven't already. Uh, it's seed round. It's literally th it's not the most earliest point that you can get into a project because that would be angel investor. That's like heavy money. To, to get involved to be is the next um you know um level after that um you know again it's a, a in my opinion a phenomenal project but don't take my word for it i'm not a financial advisor drop into the discord you can read up all about it watch the interview that we did with uh, david hansen from hansen robotics who's one of the co-founders of sophiaverse um it will blow your mind um and it'll give you more way more insight into to artificial intelligence both from a centralized uh, entity and decentralized entity uh, and viewpoint um I, I encourage people to, to to go away and do that um yeah i think this project's uh, gonna do phenomenally well um but yeah i just wanted to mention that because uh you know we didn't get that much allocation the first time round. the teams worked um really really hard to to get some additional allocation and uh you know succeeded um you know, beyond my expectations and probably some of the communities as well so um yeah let's uh make sure it's a it's a big sellout and um you know people do well in the space fantastic and uh i'll just kind of echo yeah check it out jump into the discord links in the description below um well worth doing your due diligence and research on it and take take advantage of the offers that are there if you want to absolutely not financial advice or anything like that just uh do your own research or consult your own financial advisor if you have one. Um, mm. The market's going to be volatile by the looks of it. Um, everything is kind of flowing along the structures uh, as we kind of think them. Uh, I think they are going to unfold. So check out the Bitcoin video at 10 o'clock. Uh, go through where I think Bitcoin is heading uh, on these micro structures. And this afternoon, I'll be talking about the macro structures and what's going on with the on-chain data. So you can be aware of all of that. So uh, lots to catch up on, guys. Uh, lots of fantastic things I think are going to unfold in the space. Fantastic opportunities uh, just around the corner jb what's your final thoughts so due to being a flight risk do Kwon remains in jail the decision has been overturned to bail him for four hundred thousand dollars the scumbag is still in jail no need to worry there the guy's gonna he's gonna be served but we will leave you with the obvious guys if you are going to trade please do trade safely have a nice tight stop loss make great gains staying safe in the space and we'll see you in the next one Cheers, guys. Catch you on the next one. Yeah, take care.